episode two of Shoecast. I'm Kate and don't know if it'll be the same on your screen, but bottom left is Ella, top left is Fran and bottom right we have Paul Dodd from All Good Branding who's going to be chatting to us about branding and marketing and all things. I'm going to let you introduce yourself, Paul, and about what you do and who you are. Yeah, sure. So uh, my name's Paul Dodd. I'm from uh, my company's called All Good. We've been going um, 17 years now and we're um, branding specialists. So um, it is all good. You know, that's what we get asked all the time. Is it all good? Yeah, I hope it is. We, we call ourselves the brand and ideas people. So we, we primarily create um, brand stories, brand narratives and the brand style. And then that translates into a whole host of ideas for marketing to, to get yourself out there and, and three things I say is get noticed, get talked about and, and be, remem be remembered. So um, yeah, that's us in a nutshell. Yeah, wow. <laughs> um, so when you say you've got your three, get branded, get noticed, get talked about, how, how would you approach like the first step? Because I think for me, especially like going into graduation, uh, beyond graduation, I want to like start a company. I want to like be self-employed. But I think the thing for me is where do you start? Like nobody knows who you are. How, yeah. how do you become like a big scale business and compete against the well-known competitors? I mean, I started with no clients. Um, uh, no money uh, <laughs> no idea really no clue just a massive bag of um passion and enthusiasm and um if i went back now and told myself i'd probably say don't do it but yeah. i think that, that sort of naivety is really good because if you knew what was ahead you probably wouldn't do it yeah. <laughs> it's really hard really hard work but um I wouldn't do anything else, you know. I'm sort of unemployable now, I think. <laughs> I won't get a job because I'd, I'd be too disruptive, you know. So um, I think it's about having having a real passion and, and a vision for it to start with um, and knowing that you're the master of your own destiny. You know, you, you, you're responsible for absolutely everything, you know. There's no one to go yeah. to, there's no one to ask. You've got to be a real driving force behind yourself. So you've got to, you know, I was always one to get up and get dressed and, and get ready and I'd, I'd be on it, I'd be, I'd be working even I was working from home um so, you know 17 years ago uh, it's it's about kind of having that that passion really but over the years I think um, I mean you don't obviously don't become big straight away and we're, we're not we're not big in any 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 sense of the word but um I heard a phrase once get niche get big or get out Mm -hmm. So sometimes it can be knowing who you are really and carving yourself out a, a position really in the marketplace. So um getting known for something. Absolutely yeah. getting and known for something. Very important in niching your, your brand and what department you're gonna go in. Yeah, because it's it's hard to get big, you know. It's, not many people make, you know. And there's all these stats of, you know, I used to sit in kind of networking um, meetings, and they'd say like, look at the person next to you, and then look at the person that side. One in three businesses makes it. So if they're doing well, you're knackered. That's <laughs> such an awful thing to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, it's it always created a lot of atmosphere and fun at the events, but um. So really to keep going, it's, it's about consistency at the end of the day. There's no magic bullet at all. You've got to be consistent with what you're doing, with your message, with your story. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you rewind back to the beginning bit, it's, it's definitely about knowing who you are and where you want to take the company. You know, what, what do you want to be known for? Because, you know, um, people will sort of generalise and put you into 
buckets, you know, say if you do a, a say if you do a brand for someone one time, that's it, you're the branded agency. They forget about all the other things you do, you know, or mm-hmm. you do a social media campaign. Oh, the, the next time you think about it, you'll be the social media people. Whereas, you know, you we've all got multiple kind of services and and then then a little bit further down the line, you'll speak to them and you'll go, they'll say, oh, I didn't know you did that. I didn't know you did that. And you realise they've gone to another company to do that other thing that you did. Mm-hmm. And so you've, you've got to be really sort of consistent with your message and, and yeah, be that person who people say, oh, I thought of you straight away. How have you found it being working from home? Has it changed what you're doing a lot? Or yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I think working in the creative industry, there's you collaborate a lot. You know, you, you sort of. I really miss that kind of collaboration and that kind of banter and team kind of. Just when you say, "Oh, come and have a look at this," yeah, you don't, you don't tend to do that over Zoom because you'd be zooming all bloody day, you know. Um, so it, you kind of you miss a real creative collaboration. Quite often, our walls are adorned with with all the research and graphics. So I just kind of sit there on a beanbag with a sketchbook and I, I sort of miss that, you know. But I mean, I did work for Moon for three years when I started it up, so it wasn't totally alien to me. But um, yeah, sort of, Zoom's okay, but... It's yeah, never the same as it. I miss people, you know. <laughs> 3D actual people. <laughs> um, I just miss being in the office and having that, that kind of break between home and home and work, really. I mean, We've the, all said that actually. Sorry to interrupt you. Go on. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the team have done really well. We've all we've all adapted, but I can't wait to get back. Yeah. I can't wait to get back. Yeah. Sorry. What are you going to say, Kate? No. Just that we've all we've all said the same thing. That me and Fran haven't actually met Ella because yeah. our entire <laughs> Fran worked with Chris and Rachel for a bit in the module, but me and Ella have never actually met Chris or Rachel either. We've I have. Entire term term of shoes being remote. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm with Ella really well and everything. So yeah, fortunately. <laughs> so you might meet all one day. Yeah, yeah. But it feels yeah. like we have, but we all work better as people. Like we've all we've had a couple of meetings where I've like, it would just be so easy if I could just show you what I have in front of me and explain it. Yeah. Like especially for me, I really miss being at uni because I just work so much better. Like you say, bouncing off people. Yeah, yeah there's a there's a lot of that, to do things. Oh. definitely a lot of that in an agency and it's sort of overhearing stuff as well you sort of miss that you know mm-hmm. so if you're on the phone to a client and you sort of overhear them talking about something you you sort of pick up on what the vibe of that is and you don't have to ask them whereas yeah, yeah you miss there's a lot of stuff you do miss um yeah let's hopefully we can get back soon networking's key to a small business particularly mm-hmm. you know if you're you know, a smaller local, more local business. If you're more of a digital kind of business, you know, obviously it's it's different, and you need to build your networks online. But um, I think I think in today's world, it's more about um, credibility and reviews. You know, if someone's going to review, yeah. make sure it's absolutely five star because the bad word will spread a lot quicker. You know, so it's yeah. you've just, just got to you've got to do an amazing job each time. And also, in some ways, it's saying no to people. You know, um, mm-hmm. not everyone's not everyone's a, a client. You know, it doesn't matter even if you're struggling for business. If it doesn't seem right, if you get that feeling inside, more often than not, once you start the project, it'll turn into a nightmare. 
And so mm-hmm. sometimes saying no to someone, it just kind of leaves that space for the next person to come along. And if yeah. you're active and you're networking and you're getting to know people, I mean, one of the things I say is you talk to people all the time about what you do. Because when you get into the pub with your mates, how's business? Yeah, it's all right. And then that's mm-hmm. it. Get on, to the, get on to the next thing. And, you know, about seven years into the business, my sister said, um, Paul, do you do websites? And I was like, yeah, of course we do. And um, she was like, oh, my friend needs, needs a website and I didn't think of you. <laughs> this is my sister, <laughs> right? You know, you think, but actually you probably speak less to the people who are close to you about it, you know. Word of mouth. Yeah, word of mouth is such, such a key thing. And then um, I was telling this story to someone a speaking gig and she got in touch with me a month after and she went it really struck a chord with you when you told me about telling people what you do you know tell everyone what you do even if it's just kind of random people she says I, I, I kind of take my son to football every week and um I just there's this there's this lady we get on well we've never talked about work I started talking to her about what I did and she went I'm invited in for one of the biggest tenders we've ever had and that was just from one <laughs> one little conversation and um, so, yeah, and, and it happened again at a, fa- a family party. This guy, do you know what he, he sort of bounds over, a bit of an older guy, and he goes, Paul, you, 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 do, you do computers and that, don't you? You do computers. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you're not, we're not IT, but yeah, we use computers. And he was like, oh, uh, our company needed a website. And I was like, oh, brilliant, yeah. Do, any chance I can meet him? He goes, oh, no, I didn't think of you. Someone else, someone else did it. Um, and I've known him for years and years and years, but again, you never talk about what you do, do you? So mm. you've, you've got to kind of, you've just got to tell people, even if you think you're doing the reading. <laughs> in terms of like, obviously, like we've been talking about, like being on Zoom and not having that real life interaction, hmm. how would you continue to network online and into the digital world and networking? Yeah. How do you utilise that online? Uh, well, I, I've joined a couple of sort of uh, groups who, who meet over Zoom once a week. Um, there's a lot of people who've, who've kind of moved all their meetings to Zoom. You know, I used to be part of BNI, which is a big, big networking organisation. They, they do everything by Zoom. Um, LinkedIn's been great for staying. Can we know about LinkedIn on our last episode? <laughs> we about LinkedIn. Yeah, I mean, it's just the business Facebook now. It's, 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 yeah. it's a real mix of people promoting what they do but then you know putting a picture of them running with a dog you know it's kind of like some of the some of the posts are a little bit oh I do I need to know this stuff but um it's become uh, fantastic for engagement you know I mean I did a post two weeks ago um it's it's, it's racking up into like six thousand views um you know I mean it's very intense sort of personal personal post because I had, I had a brain hemorrhage four years ago oh my god yeah it was pretty intense time and it was my four-year anniversary of of having the hemorrhage so i put a picture of my brain on which was all you can see all the medicals in you know this this x-ray of my brain and i just said um i'm still here and just recounted the story but all all these people got in touch so they're crying their eyes out reading it um so it was a really personal post but um yeah, getting getting really good engagement on LinkedIn, um, and there's tons of networking things you can join. They've all had to go on Zoom, so um, yeah, that's that's kind of what everyone's doing, aren't they? Mm-hmm. The early morning kind of networking groups. At least you can roll out of bed and jump on Zoom. Whereas you know, I used to have to get up at like half five and go to a meeting okay. for six o'clock. So yeah, there's definitely some perks. But I think once you've been going a while as well, 
sort of re reconnecting with people you maybe dealt with you know 10 years ago or five years ago who you haven't spoken to and just say oh do you fancy jumping on a zoom and having a quick catch up because there'll be loads of stuff we do now that they didn't know about 10 years ago um, or even five years ago so really kind of reconnecting with with people and you soon find out who you can, your introducers are you know because there'll be certain people who just they won't they won't introduce you to anyone and there's other people who they just they keep flying and the introductions yeah. are, are, they're obviously active networkers or something and they just oh i've got another company and then they turn into a client and another one turns into a client and yeah they're gold dust them <laughs> look after them they're like your vips you know um i mean we, i used to i used to send cards to people so one of our clients was a great introducer and uh, we always used to, we got we got on quite well starting going for pints and all that kind of stuff and his daughter was um she was she was uh, like a, a budding young actress. She was she was at like a stage school, and she ended up being in like the Sound of Music and all this stuff. And she was only like eleven, so she was took out of school to go touring. Um, and I used to hear all about all about this, and you know he's dead proud of her. And um, he just told me she was she was coming to the end of this tour, and so I sent her a card saying, um, and it was it was a big thank. It what it said on the front, it went. Um, congratulations stop being so awesome and making us all look terrible <laughs> and inside there was a an itunes voucher and it, mm -hmm. it because you've been listening to the sound of other music here, here's here's a voucher for doing so well and thanks to david for working with us and do you know what that went down an absolute storm mm -hmm. she ended up sending me a thank you card for it we've got into like some lupus on it um but just just having that kind of personal touch and doing something different and it, it it meant more to him than me buying him a bottle of champagne. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just thinking a little bit differently. Um, and talk about thinking differently, it just reminded me of a story. Um, when I first started, I was looking for a job rather than, rather than starting a business up. And I, um, there was this big company in, in Headingley that everyone wanted to work for. And I knew they'd probably got CVs through the door, like, you know, every week. And I thought, I, I need to do something kind of a bit different to stand out and they were called Brahms and uh, ended up turning into brass and then I think they've they've gone under recently uh, but their their strap line was making waves and it was all over the site making waves and all of this thing so I went and bought a surfboard <laughs> huge big surfboard and then I designed this graffiti on it and it said um you know I'm sinking in my current role I'm, I'm ready to make some waves and it was all kind of like copy related to kind of surfing and, and um it just had my mobile number and, and I just hand delivered it to Brahms offices and say can you deliver that to Lee and um it, it was like huge bigger than me you know um and I got. I obviously got the interview straight away. You know, he said, "Come in," and I knew. I knew. I knew someone who worked there. That's why I got his name. And um, they said it was by his desk for months. He said he absolutely. And um, the, the end of the story is the first day of my business when I was lying in bed, <laughs> no clients did not. I was going to do nine o'clock. I got a call about ten past nine, and it was from this Lee, and he said, "Because I didn't get the job because there's no opening. He just wanted to meet me." And uh, the first morning he rang me, and he said there's a job opening do you want it and I went no <laughs> I said I've just set up my own business and I'm going to go for it and it was a real sliding doors kind of like moment really what if I have took that but yeah it definitely got me noticed things like that scare me when you're like what if I'd taken the job what if I hadn't done this I'm like oh my god no <laughs> panic I won't be in this house because I, I sort of I met my wife through a work thing so there's, it, you can see the whole the yeah. whole journey would have been completely different, you know.
<laughs> I think that's how like doubt can hinder. Mm. If you don't go for it and just think I've got nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah. Then you'll never go for it, obviously. What is it do you think that your agency specifically does that others don't that's made you so successful? Is there a secret as such that I don't know I don't know if it's a secret I mean a lot of branding agencies we have a we have a process called brandology I mean people really kind of um take to that it's it's a great process developed over those 17 years but um I mean other agencies have similar processes you know it's always a kind of strategy of research a, a kind of definition stage and then you move into the branding later on but I, I think with us it's we have great copywriters in house so from the from the start i'm thinking sort of marketing led on the brand you know is this going to work is it on purpose is it is it got a story so we're kind of writing that story into the brand so that's definitely one of the things we do really well and we, we kind of takes we, we're quite good at taking complex offerings and kind of condense them down into something that just sells quite easily and quite well and something that people can kind of do a, an easy 30 second elevator pitch you know and um, we did it recently for a company, a very complex offering, but now it's just, it's been boiled down to its, its core thing. So I think it's that kind of distilling, distilling mm -hmm. of a big brand into something that's just got like a concept and a theme and something, something that they can just go through the whole brand, whether it's on, because what I always say is you're always marketing. Yeah, absolutely mm -hmm. there's no magic bullet it's about consistency so you know it's the way you answer the phone you know it's it's what your answer message is it's, it's what your email banner says it's what's on the bottom of your invoices your choice of product names you know um how long it takes to get a quote out how you deal with complaints everything's everything's kind of brand image like one of our clients they um they, they put out this big piece about how they were a professional kind of print management company and um you know everything about their brand they spent a lot on the brand getting this this image and then um i phoned up one time to talk to the manager you know I phoned up and they said someone answered the phone hello you know no, no like hello welcome to hello and i was like um is xyz there no i was like are they going to be in soon don't know <laughs> well have you got their mobile number no I was like, well, can you tell them I called? Yeah, well, see you later. Didn't take my name, number, and, and I'm like, right, that's, that's your customer-facing yeah. brand right there. You've spent all this money on this, this shiny website and this great, this great rebrand, and that's the thing people are going to remember. So, you know, we, we talk about that kind of brand that extends into everything. Absolutely. Even the thank you cards that you send to your clients, you yeah. know. Um, it's, it's, the little details. Yeah, it's the details, it's the touch points. And it's, yeah, just, there's no magic bullet. There's no magic bullet. You just got to do it every single time on every single job. Um, so kind of systems and processes are key for that, really. So obviously I want to get into marketing when I graduate, hopefully. Is there any tips for anyone that wants to get into marketing that you've got for us? I suppose going back to that, you know, be different, be stand out really, you know, marketing and, and design and all that kind of world. It's this creative world. So, um, often people send us stuff and it's not very well designed. I mean, that's for a start, everything you've got, your CV and your online presence should have a, a kind of style to it, but, and um, definitely do your research. You know, if you wanted to get into a company, do your research, the amount of times we get stuff through to whom it may concern or, Sometimes they send us an email, everyone else is CC'd in on it and just 
really very kind of like rookie mistakes really you know and then they have to send an email saying I'm really sorry but all the other agencies are looking down the list to see who else <laughs> so just ring up and get the person's name and, and really personalize it to them um, there's a phrase I don't know if you've heard of it I don't care how much you know until I know how much you care Mm. so it's kind of like you've got to show them that they're the one for you you know if if you're trying to get into a company make sure and there's a fine line okay you don't want to be you don't look like a stalker I've heard of people going Mm -hmm. you know get in touch someone or I hope you enjoyed that holiday with your your husband it's it's a bit weird that isn't it it's a bit weird but you know if you can kind of research the the kind of stuff they're working on and make make notes of the kind of projects or the latest blog they've done um it it really helps out and you know yeah I I don't care how much you know until I know how much you care It's, it's definitely a great phrase to think but yeah stand be different and stand out you know um and sometimes you know when everyone thinks alike no one thinks much at all so maybe bring something different to the, the team that they they might not have got particularly if they're small you know because you want different kind of people and different opinions don't you so um and all that kind of other stuff that you probably know make sure you know your accounts are private if it's got stuff you don't want them to see on there because they will they will stalk you they will they'll go looking for you so make sure your kind of online presence is the one you want them to see you know yeah. which you probably know all that stuff but um yeah it, another phrase that comes to mind is um interested people are interesting people so just ask loads of questions get under their skin show them that you actually want this and you're not just sent a cv out to 50 people hoping one of them will take you up you know it be a sniper rather than a you know a, <laughs> an inventory man who's just shooting willy-nilly you know choose one target and really go after it and if you don't get it move on to the next one but um yeah do, definitely do your research and they always say sales is a transfer of enthusiasm so mm-hmm. you're selling yourself so you know transfer that enthusiasm make sure make sure they kind of know how much you want it really um does that answer your question Fran yeah it does yeah it's been really helpful yeah I mean were you thinking just in terms of the industry or sort of that specific going for a job type of thing yeah no that is it really because obviously I graduate in June um and I just don't know what next steps I know I can apply for loads of jobs on Indeed but like you said that's just you need to be you need to stand out so yeah really helpful thank you well, i mean send a surfboard if you can <laughs> you know i've seen do a bit of research on it i've seen other people where they've got a job and they've, they've printed the cv on a t-shirt and they've sent a picture mm-hmm. of them wearing this you know and then they'll send the shirt in afterwards there's stories of people with high billboards you know with a picture on it and there's some actual crazy stuff you can do so if you want to stand out you know get get mm-hmm. your, get your thinking cap on but definitely kind of sniper sniper approach um show them how much you want it show them how much you want it if we've ever won a kind of tender or a pitch they'll just say to us you know what your ideas are great but you just really wanted it we could see you really mm-hmm. really wanted it thank you so much for joining us yeah thank you i feel like your tips have helped me so much are they? Oh, good. Yeah, because it's something that I want to go into, like marketing or, like I said earlier, making my own brand. So I feel like your tips have been like invaluable. And uh, I'm definitely uh, going to use it, especially having passion and consistency and mm-hmm. things like that and um, having a niche, being outside the box, having a bit of flair. So I think yeah. it'll be 
helpful to a lot of people as well. So thank you very much. Thank you. I remember, right, stories sell and facts tell. So just mm -hmm. weave, weave, weave stories into anything you do. There's so many good quotes in this. I know. <laughs> I'm going to write them all down. <laughs> You'll see them on the show Instagram. We'll have like, we'll be quoting you left and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks for having me on. Thank you very much. Thank you for watching this episode. I hope, I hope it's been uh, useful for you. It has for us anyway. And we'll see you on the next one. We're going to be talking about how to make a podcast with one of our Shoe Academy team members, Florence. Bye.